get it, you know I be on the way. What's up? Welcome to another exciting episode of Ride the Rebellion podcast. As always, I'm your host, Drew Hall, and with me is the king of the South Alabama Turndown, revised edition, <laughs> the chief executive officer and chief creative officer, chief marketing officer of Dale Boyd, what was your, 504 Customs. 480. 480 Customs. Spelled out. And... The entire company of Dale Boyd Sports Management, Dale Boyd. I can't possibly have more businesses that make zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> You're a top tier. Welcome to the podcast about entrepreneurship for losers. <laughs> for entrepreneurship for people that don't like having jobs that just keep throwing things in the air and waiting for one of them to stick. It's not a bad plan. No. I mean, if you think about, if you have, t- the rule of 80-20 is you have 100 jobs <laughs> 20 of them might turn a small profit, and from those, one will be profitable. (laughs) Sooner or later, you have to have all these passion projects, and people will pay into your passion, right? No, that's the truth. That's what I keep telling myself. No, I mean, that's what you have to tell yourself. (laughs) That's the only way to do it. Because right now, I'm only getting paid by passion. (laughs) No, we paid you just to get your check. Oh, no, no, yeah. That's a different job, though. That's that's fair. That's an actual job. That's your passion. (laughs) It was. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about all that. I told everybody this morning, I was like, listen, some of these clients are going to keep paying and we just keep charging them and they just, keep, it doesn't matter. You just keep charging yeah. them. Remember what I just said? They're just happy. keep They're showing money. up. Just keep showing up. Well, they make money. Mm-hmm. That's that's the secret. It's like they make money whether or not. So if they're happy making money, then why turn it off? Just keep <laughs> it's going. true. Just keep the faucet dripping. Just keep it dripping. <laughs> said the Pritchard waterboard. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, a local jab. <laughs> no, yeah, a hyper local jab. <laughs> I did get served a ad the other day that was like, you can make $2,000 uh, uh, working for Uber in Pritchard. And I was like, there ain't enough people in Pritchard to support a $2,000 Uber job. Was it a life insurance ad? <laughs> it was an Uber. To drive for Uber. Well, no, you think about it. You got to have life insurance to drive for Uber in oh, Pritchard. Well, maybe so. I don't know about all that. But I'm just <laughs> saying. A double that, like, ad. There's not enough people. That's like saying like, hey, would you ma- like to make some Uber in Sims? Yeah. I mean, how many meth heads are you going to deliver from one meth lab to the next? Oh, man. I don't even know that I would. I know where all the trailers are to go do all that. That's what I'm saying. No no offense, Sims folks. Yeah, speaking of Sims. All four of you. Speaking of Sims, how's Todd Golf doing? (laughs) Todd. The Todd. The Todd has not been around in a long time. And we can call him out on the show because he may or may not listen. We need to do like one of those bat signals. Yeah. But it's just like says the Todd in the sky. Yeah. And we get all a bunch of Todds that think they're the Todd. Yeah, there's only one. There's only one. There's only one the Todd. We have Todd Hall and we have the Todd. We were, my wife was trying to explain to my mom why my mom was here this week about how funny the Todd is. He's hilarious. And I was like, like, you can't explain it because you can't repeat his jokes because you'll be canceled. Even oh, no, it's family. Cancel Culture USA <laughs> for sure. Did um, How was your mom's trip? Did she enjoy herself? Yeah, it was cool because we just did life. Like We didn't try to go do a million different things. We just did life. That's good. That's positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, and so she had a good time. I'm, I've got myself backwards right now. So people watching the video, I've, I've flipped between We're just going back and forth. Just dance. No, no. I've been flipping it. When I know, you're I talking, could... I'm all... Yeah, you see Luckily, the Luckily, there's a light now. Yeah. I don't have to guess. I know. I'm going to fix it. Just got to get my brain around it. We had two Sorry. meetings back to back, and then it was like straight into podcast time. Well, this is mansplaining, remember? That meme I sent you? Yeah. We're just... When dudes sit down and mansplain to each other, it's called a podcast. <laughs> that is accurate <laughs> and accurate. Uh, JD just walked out. He might be our new Sasquatch, but he, he has a man bun, so he's like the hipster Sasquatch <laughs> that walks by. He's the new age woke Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, what I say yesterday, he looks like an agency douchebag. <laughs> I'm Listen, I'm thrilled to have an agency douchebag on my roster. Uh, that means we potentially have more With sales. With all due respect. With all due respect. I don't talk too much shit because he's like Kevin Black. Kevin Black's going to beat me up with just brute force. Uh-huh. JD's trained in jujitsu, so he's going to rip me apart. Yeah. Speaking of Kevin Black, he could probably beat you up, hold you down, and tattoo you beautifully at Man of War Tattoo. <laughs> that was a pretty good segue. That was pretty good. I'm not going to deny it. That was good. Yeah, unofficial sponsor. <laughs> I guess they're kind of officially a sponsor at this point. Uh, unofficially official sponsor of... 
the Ride the Rebellion podcast, Man of War Tattoo. That's right. You can go over there. You can find them on Facebook. Best way to find their stuff, though, is to look at the art on their Instagram, which I can't remember what it is, but Dale knows. Uh, Blackie Tattoos on Instagram, at Blackie Tattoos. That what it is? At, probably at Man of War Tattoos. They have well. both. Okay. Uh, I think at Blackie Tattoos is just Kevin. Got and it. then the other, there's two other artists in there as well. So. Yeah, and if you if you check out Kevin's one, again, you get free mountain biking uh, mm-hmm. stuff. Get He's well, down Kevin. for the count, though. Yeah, he just rode the other day, so hopefully, oh, hopefully things are looking up. Hey, quit falling, Bill. You won't quit. You'll quit wrecking. <laughs> Bill is contagious. Bill, old wild uh, Bill though. We man. got Boomstone, a Boom Boomtown Bill, and and Wild Bill, yeah. and both of them. They just do their own thing. I just want to go hard like Wild Bill does when I'm his age. No offense to your age, Bill. I know he listens. <laughs> but offense. He listens. <laughs> he does listen. If you don't, if you haven't seen that crash, where's that crash located? You can see it. Is it on the rebellion uh, page or is that on, just an FNL? No, it's on. No, I put it on social media. I forget what one though. It's out there. It's out there. Just it's out it's there. a fail Friday worth. If you're into that thing, it's a fail Friday's worth of a crash. It legit happened during. A, no, it's the, on. The, it's on our ride the rebellion because I did uh, bug scrack first. Yeah, and we got a bunch of views on that. I was like, let's just play into the death. Yeah, <laughs> here you go, Bill. Sorry for Man. the blood. Uh, Bills was rough too, though. He took a uh, a couple broken ribs, I think. Three, three broken ribs. But yeah. put your dropper post down, as they teach you very well at Dirt Coaster Academy. Man, your segue game is in fuego. <laughs> we need to. He's heating this. up. Like, d- don't do too early. Dale's not good. Don't do too <laughs> late. Dale's already drunk. But if you do it at the right time, that's Dale right. comes in with the segue game because that's right, Dirt Coaster Academy. That was just that was. I'm very. I, I hope right now somewhere there's a, a on a treadmill or a, a bike somewhere. Nina is just smiling, making a note. Yeah, Toby's got to be grin to grin on that. There's no way. We've it. been. Nina has been skipping her uh, feedbacks. Oh yeah, we haven't been getting those. Damn it, Nina. I know. Maybe maybe we didn't um we just haven't been putting out the product she likes. Mm. You know. <laughs> maybe not. It's been very, <laughs> it's it's been been very uh we've been very uh duty. We've well, been very duty. It's really hard to get guests when we barely know when we can have time to do it. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> we've been busy. We've been busy. We're making uh, we're making moves. We are making moves. If you haven't had a chance to go over to dirtcoasteracademy.com and check out uh when their next class is, it's well worth it. Um I don't know if Bill's a graduate. I don't think he is. Maybe he is. Uh, I think Bill is, but also just another. Bill's club. older. Maybe he forgot. Yeah, he might have. For- he definitely forgot that his <laughs> dropper post had a lever because <laughs> he went ejecto cedo cuz. Fair enough. Um, also, there's uh, they probably would like us to drop the go nuts stuff that's oh, yeah, going sure. on. Go for it. February 18th and 19th. Is it 17th, 18th, 19th? Yes, all three, all yeah. day, all weekend. They're having a. Let me make sure the dates. I don't want well, to mess uh, it up. So if you have a chance to head over to DirtCoasterAcademy.com, see where the next class is. I highly suggest taking the class while Dale's looking up the actual dates. And then uh, if you take the class beforehand, then maybe you're just bold enough and just brave enough to compete in the Mega Zef Midnight Jump Challenge or yeah. whatever they have going on. Go for it. Yeah, take they're it supposed on. to have it. It's the 17th, 18th, 19th of February. And he's also doing a Mardi Gras float bike float parade, and That's the fun. the winner gets some pretty legit prizes, two thousand dollars worth of prizes, going out. Gee, pretty many. awesome. They're also having a three hour and a six hour race on Sunday, which is insane, kind of crazy. Is that like crits? Or no, are those are going to be like uh, long XC races. Yeah, nice. So probably how many laps you can do in three hours or six. I don't know the format, but the Endura is on Saturday. So and yeah. maybe we'll make a cameo. Uh, yeah, we've been talking about it. The, the challenge we have, of course, right now is schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I've drugged Dale into my world, he's kind of <laughs> stuck in the same boat of like, we have no idea when and where things are going to go uh, and how it'll happen. But uh, we're able to move there swiftly and accomplish that. And our feet don't get tired on all these jobs because we buy our shoes exclusively from Run and Try. <laughs> oh, he hit it. He did it. Uh, no good. joke. I was wearing brand new Topos. That's are right. the shoes that I've switched over to for set work. And got some compliments. Yeah, I did. Uh, I switched over to Topos. Uh, Justina, who's sitting in the room, was complimenting those. But I switched over to Topos, and the reason why is because uh, they're like Hoka's, except for the trail. Mm-hmm. So they're grippy. I have two um, pairs of trail Topos. They're fantastic. Yeah. They are have you nice. run in them? Yeah. I have. The only downside I had of the ones that I have are they're too narrow, but that's not the shoe's fault. Yeah. It's my fat body fault. Um, but they're they're fantastic shoes. So I I do suggest him. I did get those from um. I'm sorry, he could call in this time frame. This is mm, yeah. This is well in his in his window. Yeah. Um. But it, I did get them from over there. And then so my wife went in right behind me, and she's the first one that she was wearing topas ahead of it. So she went in, and then he fit her, got her a new pair, 
And, um, and then nice enough, apparently if you go in and you talk to them and you like mention the podcast and like, you know, you buy maybe two pairs of shoes, you got a discount. Yes. I'm just being straight up about it and he can get mad all he wants. But if I send him business, <laughs> that's right. You know, we send him your way, but if you have a chance, go over to run and try, you can uh, look them up online at run and but it's best to go in there, hang out with Aaron or anybody's there. He has like, four, you can even four. talk bikes with him cause he's training for a bike race. Right yeah. now. Then you have your old uh, Jamis. Yeah. Jamis. Yeah, he's going on a 60-mile bike race in a couple months. He's clipping in, isn't he? He's clipping in. Yeah. He's going to clip in. He ain't clipping out. <laughs> Do you think he'll start carrying <laughs> shoes? Is this a good chance for us to convert him to carry I mean, shoes? He has a run and try place. That's what I'm saying. That's true. I mean, we have some pole. We should <laughs> test shoes. We should have a whole podcast that's nothing but mountain bike shoes and how quickly we destroy them. Because oh, 510s suck. Yeah, I just destroyed my 2FO specialized shoes in like no time. Really? Well, the other ones. Oh, not so the I red ones. One, the red, red ones have are, lasted forever. The red ones are like Alice. In, what is the movie? Uh, Wizard of Ozzy. Yeah. They don't ever get broken. Houses can land on them. They're good. They take you someplace if you click them three times. They take a lot of people places. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know where that went. I don't know either. It was deep. That was too often. There was another fun thing that happened in the running community. So I have a nickname in the running community as well. It's not the king of the South Alabama turndown because they don't even know what a South Alabama turndown is. Correct. But to be fair, neither does our community. <laughs> that is also correct. <laughs> but in the running community. Neither does our audience, to be even further correct. Right. Um, so yesterday, somebody made a post in a running group, and it was about a walrus. And so one of the other runners said, well, Dale's kind of like a walrus, like a fast walrus. I was like, wait, what? He's like, well, you always say you're the fattest of something. I was like, yeah, I'm the fattest of, I'm the, fattest of the fastest. Right. Undisputed in my weight class. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> so there's another nickname. I'm not the walrus, though. And We're going slow. with Walrus. That's going to have to happen. <sighs> no. No? No. Okay. I'm I don't like cool it either. Walrus. <laughs> um, so you had mentioned, or we'll talk about that in a minute. I, I was thinking about this the other day, is that, you know, if we look at mountain biking, one of the things that we constantly look at, and it does get brought up to us, and even I look at metrics and all this stuff, like, again, people want to know about new bikes. Oh, how do I new, buy a new bike? But the number one thing I see if I'm scouring Reddit or Facebook groups or whatever is people uh, talking about the cost of things. It's always about money, mm -hmm. right? And I don't know if that's because they spent $10,000 um, on the arrival. We are ones. <sighs> oh, yeah. I want it so bad. I know. It's so if you guys bad. haven't seen that bike, just drop what you're doing right now. Keep the podcast playing because mm -hmm. we'll just serenade you into beautifulness. But literally go look up that bike. The We Are One arrival is Put just... It straight into your spank bank. It is 100%. <laughs> it is straight bike porn. For right. Legit. Um, but with that said, we look at stuff. That bike's like $10,000, $12,000. Yeah, I think the frame was like five. But Yeah. It's full carbon. Mm, I mean, everything. It's beautiful. And you get We Are One realms free. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they market it that way. I haven't looked to see. It comes with free. We are one, but I think it comes with like hydro hubs. I mean, it's it's a it's a. Beefy. However, after riding a big heavy bike like I am, I would not mind having an enduro bike that was carbon and light. Yeah, correct. Like I love it for going downhill, but climbing, yeah. woo, yeah, it's like a parachute. I think if there's a pedal, a little bit of pedaling involved, um, it's weird even now, like going from the Trek EXE that I have, like mm -hmm. that is fun to go downhill on. Obviously, it's an e bike, but it and it's only like forty two pounds, so it's ten over. Uh, my um, Gorilla Gravity, but the climbing side of things, it's a huge difference, right? right? Not talking about cheating with the motor. That's a separate beast altogether, but mm -hmm. it's a huge difference. So yeah, I'd love that bike. My point in bringing all that up is when we start looking at stuff, one of the things I thought was kind of interesting is we hear a lot of dialogue and conversations. I see people talking about like um, spending money on it. So I wanted to throw this topic out just yeah. for randomness. What are your top three, Right. And we don't plan the shit because that's just not how the show works. But what are your top three best value for the dollar bike upgrades or parts or whatever in mountain biking? What are your top three? Have you ever you ever mm. kind of considered that down the pipeline? Like what can you make your bike better the cheapest? That or just what are three things that you feel like are the best value in mountain biking, period? How about that? Oh, okay. Um, the best full bike value is a YT. No. Like, oh, you're going to put that in there as, as a full bike value. Yeah, like if you're going to buy a whole bike yeah. that has great components and a great bike, YT offers an amazing component package. You'd put them over like a, a poly, like a polygon? Yes. 
If you're going to pay, the component base is better. But you're, yeah. but but what I'm saying is, are you going to subcategorize that out like dollar for dollar? Yeah. If you're going in the three thousand dollar range, go buy right. a YT. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, maybe it's not the best value, but. No, that, I would I argue think, that is the best value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think the components... Because for $3,000, no offense to Specialized, I love Specialized bikes, but for $3,000, what you get from a YT bike, you can't even touch a good, you know, like that same level of Specialized components. Right. You know, like the same GX, SRAM GX, you're going to get a Specialized with SRAM SX, maybe, right. instead, you know, so... I just think YT has the corner and it, market. It also seems like you get better. Uh, it's the components. It seems like you get better parts, like the, yeah, the like your, stems and handlebars. Yeah. And All of those components rad. end up being better uh, across the board. The catch is, is like the thing I've learned is like for you, you have to look at your budget on that side mm-hmm. of things, like value for value. Um, I've been very impressed with what I guess Polygon yeah, and Mayren yeah. are, are combined now. And they're selling them together. But every time someone showed up on one of the online versions of the Mayrin, mm-hmm. it's been a good bike. The downside is most of them don't come with a dropper for the price point. I think most of those are like eleven or twelve hundred bucks mm-hmm. somewhere. Yes. Maybe they're sub thousand. I'm not sure. It's still good. Like, but they're they're popping up with yeah. you know, and so again, not a bad deal. Uh, but you're going to end up upgrading that bike down the road. The catch with the YT is, if if you don't want to. I mean, there's some stuff you can upgrade, but frankly, you have a good enough bike that for the yeah three grand, you can ride the shit out of that bike. That's a that's a bike that what you do is you buy it and you ride it, and if something breaks, then you upgrade it. You don't yeah. buy the same thing that was on it. Yeah, there's try. been some bikes where you see people go out, and you see posts like this all the time. Mm-hmm. I saw a dude go out and buy a We Are One. I mean, he bought the full bike because he was selling some of the stuff off, and then he changed all the parts out. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, you just spent like an ungodly amount of money mm-hmm. uh, just to get to that point. And he didn't, why not just buy a custom bike? Why didn't you just go right. frame up, right? It yeah. probably would have been cheaper to go frame up. Maybe not, but still. Well, some sometimes I even think like, all right, well, now I have every part component-wise I want. I can just buy frames every once in a while and change my bike completely. That's a good point. And just keep those, you know, keep those good parts. That's what Lepu used to tell me. Yeah, you um, can do it. I mean, because you could buy a $2,000 frame, $3,000 frame. That's going to make you a nice bike if you already have the components, I guess. Right. Yeah, I think that um, one of the big ones for me from a from a value standpoint, and that's a great one, a whole bike value, I would definitely agree that it's YT. Mm-hmm. I think one of the big ones for me that I noticed very quickly, like, and again, it depends on your entry level, like where you are in your riding mm-hmm. process, but changing out your your bars, your handlebars yeah. is epic. It's like, under $100. Too. And it's a lot of times under, I, I don't buy whiskey though. Did you hear <laughs> about that recall? No. Apparently, like, I don't know for sure. I've got to do more due diligence, but whiskey bars apparently were having a big recall on the carbon, so they were failing. Man. And that is not safe. I've never ridden carbon bars, so. Um, I've just always been, I know that carbon's strong. They race indie cars in it, so yeah. I understand it's strong, but I've always been like, I see pictures. Like, I just get yeah. a little nervous about it. I, um, I've had both, and so I've had, I've gone down that road, um. To me, and I had a set of whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the ones that I had that are on another bike, somebody else rides now. Um, I think those were pre where they had this yeah. issue. Uh, and it, and I, again, someone told me that, so I haven't verified it. But I found that, like for me, the best thing was once you start the bar game, you might start out at eight hundred, and as you get better, you start really, you know, identifying where your hands are, and there's tricks for all that. Mm-hmm. Then you're cutting those bars down, or you're buying another set of bars. And again, for a hundred bucks. That is something you rely on as, as a core component. It's yeah. not just something fluff. It is a and so you don't have to go get the fat bar, mm-hmm. although they're great. I had one. I have those. Um, you can go get your DD bars like you have, mm-hmm. or I've got some E13s and I've I, let's see, I've got one set of E13s and I've got some one ups, and my one ups, both of them are carbon, mm-hmm. and I have no issue and I love both of them and they and they ride really well. They feel completely different. But then you start talking about now you're looking at handlebars. And the reason I say it's a value is because you get your first set, you figure it out. But then all of a sudden you're into the game of like the sweep and then how far back do you want to sweep and all these little nuances where you can sell those bars to somebody else as long as they're not too beat up. Mm -hmm. So you can constantly move through bars and it's easy to get rid of a set of bars for a reasonable price. Like the, 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 the value of them holds in the resale market, it seems like, yeah. as much as anywhere Maybe else. Maybe we should just do this. So that was the $100 best cup <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. So we can do 200 or three, you know, yeah, go yeah. up. So I think that is a spot on, like, because 
the handlebars are, are makes the bike what it feels like. Yeah. Like you can get on somebody else's bike. Maybe the rise is different. Maybe. And that's what you feel, right? right. The first initial thing. And my bikes are both different. Like they have different width bars. Yep. And so mind. I get back and forth and it's, it, it takes a little while to get used to both bikes again. Well, so I also think that that's a poor man's hack. So if mm-hmm. you are fortunate enough to have, you know, maybe you have your old hardtail and then you upgraded or you have two bikes uh, like you and I do. I like having those two. They ride completely differently, yes, Mm -hmm. but they also now, because my bars are different, they feel different. The only downside to that is that if you want precision training and you're really after that perfect (laughs) ride, you want to match everything across the board. And that... That's awesome for that side, but it also takes away the idea that I I like having the, the... the little well, bit of threat, you know, think I, about I like this. it feeling different. We also are doing this for fitness, right? Yeah. So you change your muscle location. You're also using different muscles a little bit. So yep. that is another thought process. I know that there's bike fitters out there that are screaming right now. Like yeah. these guys are talking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like I get it, but we're not, we're talking to average people that don't get bike fit. Like my bikes have never been fit. Right. They, I do everything for aesthetics. Like I'm not even lying. <laughs> like I buy <laughs> things for the color. <laughs> so you've never had a saddle fit or anything? No. Oh, interesting. I mean, it's probably, I mean, and the thing about it is I've done long distance races, you know, maybe I could have been more comfortable. Sure. But it wouldn't look as cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, I am the opposite in the sense of I've not been fully fit. Like I just watched a video of, I forget where the company is, but I was watching some content and they did a, a full proper bike fit mm-hmm. where they did everything from the saddle to, I mean, the they even did everything, the stem, they did um, the the width the the width of pedal, all of these things because uh, somebody was flats and somebody was clipped. But they did all of these things, uh, crank distance. I mean, all of it, mm-hmm. right? They went through the whole process to get this proper fit. First off, I don't, I can't imagine how much that costs. That's got to be relatively expensive because mm-hmm. it seemed like they were there and they, they put they them on the bike levels, and rode them. So, yeah, yeah. It's how much? They have different levels. I'm oh, sure. right. Yeah. So they went through and did that whole process, and then you got to buy all the components because that's what the real gimmick of that is. Is it's a oh, massive yeah. upsell. Right. Yeah, I know. I know a couple of places you could get fit. Yeah, and I mean, it almost makes sense. I mean, it does make sense. We're paying thousands and thousand dollars of a bike. Why not have it be proper? Oh right? yeah, for sure. Like it makes sense to have it set up correctly. Yeah, but I mean, I think. But for I think me you can get there point, riding it in. Yeah, I was gonna say at this cheap. point marginally. Yeah. Like if I'm not having pain in my hands, they're not falling. If your hands are falling asleep or there's something not set up correctly. Yeah. Like if you're getting pains in certain spots, there's something definitely not set up correctly. But. Yeah. If you're just having fun and riding on the weekends, like most people that listen to this, then you're probably all right. Yeah. yeah. I would suggest, uh, I do advocate, and this is not within the price range. It is out of the $100 range. Yeah, we're going I do, 200 now? We ish. could. Ish. But I, uh, so runner up. Okay. Runner in between up. the 100 and 200. Runner up, I would suggest getting fit uh, for a saddle. Mm-hmm. Um, I did notice a humongous amount, especially now that I have a back thing that I'm recovering, I can feel a huge difference between my um my saddles and so what happened was i had a 143 and i moved to a 155 um i originally rode all 143s but as my riding got better and as i've been changing sort of my style Mm -hmm. that 155 not because i got fatter in the sense of that kind of weight i've added leg uh strength yeah the shift and and he was like dude this is from two years ago into where you are now i had to make a shift and now it does feel 10 times better and the distribution is better and it's more Did you sit on that pad and measure? Yeah, I did the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. That thing's pretty cool. It Put is cool. feet on the heels. Yep. And, yeah. yep. and shout out to the local bike shops that do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if they pay us, we'd give them a free plug. <laughs> we know where it is. <laughs> he's probably listening for the first time ever. He's no, never listened. He's never listened. Um, but I do suggest doing it. I do think it's mm-hmm. important. I think bike fit and that side at least is a good runner up. That's my runner up scene. Yeah. All right, what do you got for the $200 category? What do you slap in there for the well, $200 best value? A P&W dropper post. They're less than that. Well, it kind of. You can, Mine yeah. was 250 so. Oh, was it? Yeah, I got the Is it? it but it's not, uh, I got the bougie Yeah, yeah, one. you're not a Fox, right? So it's no Kashima. No, no, no. Post. Yeah. All right, P&W dropper post for 250 is a good deal. Yeah, and you get the, you have the lever, and you have to buy the lever separate. So after, Oh, wait, so 250 is not no lever? No, it's probably 250 total. Sorry. Let's just say 250 total. So it's, I think... If you're PNW has the best value dropper post, I think. If you're not going to go best value everything, yeah, yeah, that's true. If you're not going to go reverb or uh, Axis or Fox, yeah, I think PNW is probably your best bet. Yeah, I um I recently bought some pedals from them. Uh, Mm -hmm. That would be in the hundred dollar category. 
because uh, I was trying to make my e-bike that's blue. I have that that Trek blue. I'm trying to look make it look like Captain trying America. To be aesthetic. That's yeah, right. I'm I'm pulling a Dale aesthetic <laughs> game. Uh, and and so I found these silver petals that look like the inside of Captain America's shield, which nice. is what I was after. So I'm making this like really dorky whatever. Uh, I can't w- wait to ride with Paul or, or a Brulette that wears that Captain oh, America yeah, jersey. Yeah. I need to get it anyway. So. But they're great. They're, the products are great. And there's a, there's a couple of interviews I've heard with the guy. Like, they built them. Uh, $250 for a drop proposed, I'd invest in that. And that's here's right. why. If Even a $200 drop we proposed. We have a video of why to not have a drop proposed. Yeah, that's a <laughs> callback. Straightforward. <laughs> yes. I, would, I would put into it because you're going to use that, that. You use that so much. Mm-hmm. And you depend on it so much that you don't want it to not work. Right. Because your day can be overriding. If it doesn't work anymore, your day is done. <laughs> like, true. you could still stand up and ride downhill, but when it's time to climb back up, you either hike a bike. Yeah. And depending on where you are, that's going to be a miserable experience. There's a lot of pro tips with them, too, as well. Like, at the, were you at FNL when I said that the other day? Maybe not. No. No, because it was the NASCAR loop. And I said, listen, pro tip, drop your seat post in the corners. Yep. And they were like, wait, what? I'm like, lower your center of gravity. Right. And so then a couple of guys did it, and they're like, holy crap, I never thought about that. I'm like, yeah, just do it in the corners. Just right. don't pedal. Just don't, yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, yeah, so there's, I think there's a lot to be said for the $200 dropper post. I think that's a solid one. I, I could get behind it. Um, I, though, am going gonna, I'm gonna to deviate slightly. Okay. And so my entry into the $200 category, I would push for uh, tires. $200? $100 oh. per tire. Well, I'm cheap. I buy specialized tires. They're $50. Piece. Yeah. So, I, I mean, some of the stuff I've looked at, at least yeah, they in that are range. They're sub that, but yeah. I would at least look at that range. Tubeless and nice. Wait a second, though. Didn't you get a set of... Who's somebody we know got a set of uh, rims for 200 that were super good? Not me. <laughs> Maybe they well, were used. No. No, somebody got some no, decent. I don't know. I don't remember now. Maybe I'm confusing that. Let's let's stay on topic. So yeah. I'm gonna go with tires and the Use reason I stuff you can get stuff. Used. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. talking about brand. I'm, new. I'm gonna say with tires, brand new. Um, it's not gonna be exactly a hundred. By the time you ship them to you and all yeah. that stuff, it's gonna be close. Um, they range like specialized tires are solid, but there's some stuff when you start getting the, the access and you have you to know, get it for where you ride, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. So I'm maybe a little below, but it's somewhere in that range. My God, I knew somebody that spent a ton of money on grips. Like who bought those, uh, those rev grips. Justin. Justin, Justin has those rev grips. Good God, Justin. He has everything bougie. He is bougie. You know, he's listening to this. Like he listens right when it drops. I know. I love him. Cause he's up at 4 a.m. He's number one fan. He is. Justin is our number one. Justin's. We He's love number you. one anyway. But you do have bougie grips, bro. <laughs> bougie. Well, he has a Yeti, so it's only... Oh, my goodness. Dude, listen. I had... We just got done talking about this. My watch pops up. P&W components. When it rains, it drops. Get a dropper post that works in any condition. Seriously? I swear. Look. Boom. P&W. Well, there you go. If you guys don't believe it, we just caught See, it on I put tape. it in the atmosphere. They just... They're listening. <laughs> they are my friends in my literally pocket. Listed. Uh, uh, so I would say with the tires and the reason I bring up the tires so uh, emphatically is, is I just have found that um, after a set of bars, I already had a good drop proposed. And this is on my grill of gravity, which was, you know, topped mm-hmm. out. It was a $7,500 bike. So I was topped out on pretty much everything. Yeah. The only thing I could change out were the tires. And once you start swapping tires around and you got to have a tool and you're going to need an air compressor and some patience. And yeah. So <laughs> once you do all this stuff and you get it all set up, cause if you're riding tubeless, um, that configuration can cost you a little bit of money. So I guess that's where I'm going with it. But once I was done with it, it night and day and then mm-hmm. testing different tires and getting the feel and knowing where you want to, when you want to ride those certain ones, mm-hmm. that is one way to, to not only make your bike ride better, but that can change up your whole, let's say you, you're broke as Right. Yeah. But you have, you know, two sets of tires. Just changing your tires around will make your bike feel and ride differently. And if you have some old handlebars, if you just need, <laughs> if you're like, dude, I can't spend any more money. And if you don't ask your buddies, they probably have these two things laying I around. I bet they do. And they'll probably let you have them. Right. If they're not, then you're not your buddies anymore. Right. That's exactly. <laughs> like we right. pass stuff around to each other for minimal dollars. Yeah. Or beers. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's basically like we just, we just virally give to each other and one thing that about tires though that i we don't virally give each other things <laughs> see what i'm saying <laughs> ah you got me it took me a minute um so one thing that uh yeah it's not the syphilis justina <laughs> um so one thing one thing that um i didn't realize when i was first starting to buy tires yeah you don't have to buy the same two tires that is correct like i got in this habit of every time i order a tire to order two because i'm like i got two 
two tires. But you figure out that you don't need the same back as you do the front. And generally, you don't. I never. Man, mine are all different. Oh, so I'm not even the same brand. Yeah. I'm like, gonna, I, I run them. a Continental up front and then mm-hmm. uh, Dirk Kaiser in the front, which has been my favorite tire. Uh, did well on it at, yeah. at racing and other stuff. And then um, what am I running in the back right now? Because I swapped this. Yeah, I am running an aggressor in the back. Yeah. Um, so I'm running an aggressor in the back and that up front. And, and it, that's just what I've yeah. learned to like. But on my e-bike, totally different setup. Mm-hmm. On my e-bike, I went with lighter, thinner walled tires. Uh, and then I'm running a Purgatory and a Butcher. And again, rides totally different. But now I'm kind of looking at that Minion SS. I know. It's, I saw those the other day. It was pretty rad. I know. Right. And I'm just oh, looking at rolling side. But from mm-hmm. what I hear, and again, grip suddenly starts to matter. And these are all nuanced things that like, I don't like DHRs and DHFs. I don't like them. I feel like I have to lean the bike over way too far. And my confidence isn't there it, just to get them to stick. I just mm-hmm. can't get them there. Um, I had XR5s, which are the Trek equivalents. Did not care for those either. I have the Butcher, which is the equivalent. I love the Butcher, butcher though. It's like similar to the... But it has a, I think it has an extra knob. An so extra like knob you don't have to... The Dietro one is like... It's like a finger width for me. Yeah. Like it's a... Maybe I have the Eliminator. I don't I know. I think you have an Eliminator. I have an Eliminator. I do like it though. And then you do Aesthetic because you have the gum wall. Right. I have ground control in the back. Both oh, specialized that's a good tires. Bike. That's a good yeah, tire. That's a good tire. I love Especially it. for the kind of surface re-ride. On. on my other bike, I have ground control in the front and back. And I love it. Yeah, there you go. And I mean, we rode up a Birmingham with it, and I liked it. So that, I mean, walked at Birmingham. <laughs> that's more appropriate. <laughs> so that's the biggest thing. It's like that's a, that's an investment, but you may end up buying four tires to find what you want to get and do that stuff. So mm-hmm. it could get up to two hundred. But I do think that tires Absolutely. are very. I wouldn't just buy one set. I think you mm-hmm. got to experiment. So you got to put the and investment. Again, borrow in. your friends before you buy what you want. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I mean, I have old tires. I have a ton laying in my closet in my yep. shed. That you could borrow that you don't you can see if you like it and then buy a brand new one. Right. No one. That's not going to be a big. Yeah, because nothing sucks more than like. Luckily, <sighs> the tire, all the tires I've gotten rid of were the factories, um, yeah. and you know, Gorilla Gravity's component their bikes out, mm-hmm. but Trek is of course going to put. I have no problem with Bontrager, but like they're going to put their right. mount. It's just not my. It's not that style. Having a DHF, I, it's just not for me. And it was a DHF one. It wasn't the two. The two has an extra nub. Anyway, there's so much nuance to tires that you yeah. can spend forever working on it. And then literally, if we wanted to be real snobs, if you and I knew we both have two different bikes, mm-hmm. let's say we're on a single bike. So this is the other value of this. A ta- a, what are those things? A tangent bike? A yeah. side by side? I mean, a, no, no, no. We're, a bike made for two? Yeah. A twofer? We need to do that and show up to a race. That'd be so funny. Tandem. A thank tandem. you. Tandem. We could do that. I call them joint Facebook account bikes. There it is. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Because a guy, if a dude has one of those bikes and his wife's on there with him or yeah. vice versa, you know, front back, he definitely has a joint Facebook oh, account. Oh, 100%. He's not man enough to ride his own bike. We need to get what we, what we should, <laughs> realistically, if we were going to ride, let's say, south, if you were being really into the game, you would change your tires out and yes. you put on those ground controls, uh-huh. you know, like yeah, some yeah. XC based tire, light casing, because you're not dealing mm-hmm. with any stuff. And then you go ride all that stuff. And then if you're going back out to the rib, mm-hmm. then you would swap over and put back on your more downhill aggressive I enduro tires. I just swap bikes. You just, that, that's what I'm saying. If you <laughs> yeah. have a single bike. So yeah. again, the tire value goes into that same thing of exactly. like, now you've spent. Uh, what are we saying? We said a hundred bars for a hundred bucks for bars, two hundred dollars for a dropper post. $200 for tires because I'm saying yeah, you got to yeah. test them out. But at the end of the day, if you just did two of those, mm-hmm. your dropper post is going to change your ride. The bars are going to change your ride. Uh, the tires will change. So if you had at least two of those, you're mixing it up yeah. and you're still having a good time with it. And again, you could probably do it cheaper. I bet you could. your buddies. Yeah. And you could also lean on your use. friends. Yeah. Um, especially if you're new. Because yeah. I've learned that like guys were giving me tires. Like they want you to. They want you to upgrade. Yeah. Like we encourage our friends to spend their money. You yeah. know, like we really do. Um, no pressure to people like your bike sucks. We don't talk about no, that. Yeah, that that's not a good unless you're Jakey Poo, but we redeemed ourselves. We did redeem ourselves. We, had we never to. said it sucked. We just called it small. I which mean, is kind of like it's there were some conversations about it being like a trike. Yeah. Like and, a kid's Well, I think that I might have nailed in the coffin when I bunny hopped it. Yes. The whole bike. Yeah. That was a bad move. That was a dick <laughs> move. <laughs> <laughs> the female in the room is asking if there's a penis size comparison to our bikes, and I would most assuredly say yes, yes, very yes. much so. Well, did you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I have big hands. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, um, yeah, there's a lot to it in that capacity. All right, so th- wh- so we get into what three hundred bucks? 
Yep. So three three hundred dollar category. Let's go three to five. Three to five. Yeah, I was gonna say three hundred. Three hundred is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Three hundred. So three to five is kind of tricky. No, but I got one. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I only paid four sixty five for my Hunt wheels. Oh wow! Which is a great deal. That is a insanely good deal. If you want, and I'm pretty sure I'm ninety nine percent sure it was four sixty five. But if you want a good set of wheels with high engagement, um, and great customer service, that's the best way to Are go. Are you still riding those? Half. Oh, yeah, well, you, changed, you swapped so out your hubs. I have three rear wheels because I have a crash replacement problem. Right. So they've I've and their crash replacement deal is super good. I mean, they sent me a whole wheel, hub, spoke, laced, everything already built for like a hundred hundred thirty bucks, which good is gosh. awesome. So now yeah, I have fantastic. technically three rear hubs, three XD drivers, three. You know, like the wheels, two wheels are destroyed, but. That's not my. That's not their problem. That's right, me. Right. Um. So, uh, recently I just swapped the rear wheel, but that's a different. Not not Hunt's problem, but yeah. for four sixty five. It listen when I first had stock wheels on my Specialized, I rode those for two or three thousand miles. No idea what new wheels felt like. Yeah. And I ordered not Hunt, but Hope hubs and Stan's wheels. I put them on there, and it was like. I exponentially was faster just yep. because of the wheels. Like yep. it was, I I thought it was all bullshit that people were talking like, oh, the wheels make a difference. No, no, no. The wheels are crazy. Right. It was almost like coming out of corners and the bike's lifting like it was that much lighter and that much better. I think there may also be a set of stands in that range as well. Yeah, there is. Um, mm-hmm. And and I'm going to I'm gonna parlay and say that's one of the biggest, if you took wheels and bars or wheels and obviously mm-hmm. tires, uh, wheels and a dropper, any of those comboed in. If you can afford to do that, oh, yeah. that right there is already going to change. It's going to change the bike so much. Mm-hmm. Um, the bigger, if you're coming off stock stuff, right? Yes. You don't want to downgrade to these, but if no. you're moving into that category, um, highly suggest it. I think a dropper post is crucial. Yeah, because you got we are one and I nine hubs early on in the bike. I right? got way too early. Yeah, but you saw a huge difference, right? Oh, it's insane. Like, like but it, and now they've traveled around. Like, I've yet to put them on my e-bike, but my mm-hmm. e-bike's equipped to handle them. Mm-hmm. But point being is like, because they're carbon or whatever, I jumped on the wheel once. I was like, I'm going to invest in them. And you yeah. ride them for a lot. No, they were double, almost triple. They were yeah. triple. They were triple our category price right. here. They're not value. I paid a lot of money they're for those. Yeah, there's not a value proposition in those. those the only you, catch is their lifetime to the original owner. Those are you them, have to get them. a Casey to work, and then you have to get another yes. girlfriend to work as well. So you, you don't gotta have, have to the double hustle. Yeah, that you got to right. do it a whole yeah. bunch. Yeah, which means then you're like double booking yourself a lot, and that is just not good. <laughs> and strategy. then you don't have time to ride, so then the we are not one anymore. <laughs> yeah, we are more than we one. We are solo, um, <laughs> yeah. and then we are two and four. Yeah, we are four. Uh, yeah, so I I think a good set. The hunts though, I think the better value because I think the hubs on the hunts that came with yours were better. They had more mm-hmm. points of engagement. Yeah. Again, I didn't understand what any of that meant because of what we ride here. Yeah. But when we've gone out of town and I needed to do like a pedal kick uh-huh. or and now I use it in like not just to climb rocks. I do it to like come out of turns and do little things that are part of my riding style. Right. Having that engagement is major. I did really not is. have that engagement on my e-bike when I first got it. It had like whatever their lowest end Six. garbage wheels. And it is awful. Like yeah. once you have engagement, you cannot go back. Like there's no way around it. No, you can't even take the ring back. Yeah, you cannot take the <laughs> ring back. It is You're stuck. <laughs> You're 100 percent married. Yeah, to I think that that is that to me was the biggest biggest change in without changing the whole bike. Yeah, was the wheels. So hands down, I would I would agree. I think if you can go look at um look at a wheel set, go down that route. If you need to, you can technically even drip them in if you have to. You could you don't have to buy a wheel set. You could buy your rear first or your yeah. front first and get there. But the other I, thing that I say, not sorry to interrupt, and that you. was for 465 for a set. By yeah, the way, not a, a single wheel. Yeah, go ahead. Um. The other thing I say is if you're going to buy something that's expensive, um, I know we can get it cheaper online, but if you're buying wheels or forks or yeah, something like that, there. buy it from your local bike shop. Yep. Don't save the 40 or $50 yep. because I had an issue with my stands wheels. I took it right to them, and it's so much easier than trying to do it online. Yeah, shout like out to I'll, – I'll give him this one because he yeah, was good. Shout yeah. out to Phil for the customer service on that side because yeah. hey, it's not just you. Right. I know that Todd Hall's had like mm-hmm. some wheel challenges, and he took care of them. And yeah, even it's, on, like, yeah, it's worth it's it's worth the extra for it's like buying insurance, yeah, to a certain extent because let them deal with the warranty problems, yeah. Except for Hunt, Hunt was great to deal with online. Yeah. Just the shipping it back and forth was kind of wonky. Luckily, Plus, I'm a pack wanna, rat and I did kept you the relace boxes. your own? 
No, no, no. And actually, uh, one of the the wheels cracked, so they were just going to send me the hoop, and then I have to take it to the bike shop and let them build it. But I messaged them back, and I said, listen, I don't want something to happen again. And then you'd be like, well, it's because they build it. So they were like, okay, fine, we'll just send you a whole one. So, you know, like I just didn't want that on me. Like, no, I didn't want to lose my warranty ability. No, no, I get it. I totally get it. Because my riding style Especially because is apparently abusive. you trash bikes. I was going to say, my riding style is abusive. So. It is. It's, you know. How do you treat Casey? Well, I'm the fattest of the fastest. Right, Casey? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give her a way to just, in the she car, had, when she hears she, this, just punch you in the shoulder. Hey, listen, she's like, uh, we. I hold her, held her postage the other day when we were going to pick my mom up at the airport. And she's like, I haven't listened for a long time. She's like, because, I mean, I hear all your guys' stories anyway. And usually I go back and tell her, like, something that's funny. And so I was like, she got kind of pissed because one of them, we didn't mention her in a jokingly way. Oh, yeah. I think we had a serious one. My bad, bro. Yeah. (laughs) No, she's a character. (laughs) She is. It's like Carrie. There we go. I got Carrie worked in. We say Carrie almost every episode, one way, shape, or form. She She said her and Sarah need to come on and drink wine. And we'll be on our podcast. I will do that if Justina produces it so that, that, oh, that'd that be, yeah, it we, gets done correctly and it doesn't <laughs> fall apart. I will gladly let that train We should wreck just unfold. let them have a destroyed Dale and Drew podcast with Justina hosting. She's going to be on the Justina's podcast, which is the Crafted Show. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, you can't hear her really over there because these microphones that are good. That is correct. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, all right, so... Oh gosh. Oh, God, I hope you guys hear that in the background. It's, if not, it'd be quite good. Um, so if we recap, mm-hmm. we're going to say that our $100 entry, we both agree is bars. That's right. Right? We deviate slightly here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said tires. You said uh, dropper post. And again, look at P&W. Uh, for tires, look at all kinds of different stuff. There's all yeah. kinds of range. And I suggest at least three to four tires so you can mix it up. And then, uh, and then we both agree again. Mm-hmm. That when we get to the three to five hundred dollar range, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, we start looking at or f- whatever it was. Yes, three to five. Three to five. When we start looking at that range, we suddenly are looking at uh, a set of wheels. We both mm-hmm. said that you should look at Hunt. We both agree on the Hunt wheels. Yeah, just Trials from straight and, testimonial. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, and then from my perspective, I've had two sets of stands and I've liked them. Uh, my current stands are a little more than that, but. Yeah, I have, those, I have a set of stands as well, and yeah. I like them as well. If you can find stands that are fit your riding style. They're yeah, pretty that's exactly it. Tried and true. The biggest catch on all this, and this is the tip that I think everyone forgets, is like the easiest way to do this. Dale's brought up like multiple times is ask your friends, mm-hmm. buy from your friends, and then if you really want to save the money, just really dig around online. Yeah, Craigslist is that a thing still? Yes, if you would like hookers or people to come. St- <laughs> if you're into, if you have a fetish, of, uh, there, so I knew I I had a friend <laughs> sidebar. I had a friend who lived in Missouri who was uh, trying to raise money for a movie. So she started doing weird jobs on Craigslist. Now, none of them were, there was no like uh, like sexual intercourse right, or, right, right. or any sort of like like that. Like I'll but feed it, your chickens? She, no. No, it was all <laughs> sexual based, but she didn't do anything. Se- she didn't physically touch the person, right? Oh, okay. So she did uh, popping balloons. She she had on regular clothes and she popped balloons between her legs, just popping balloons. <laughs> That was some dude's thing. <laughs> she stepped a- on bugs. So the guy would order bugs and she would step on them, mostly roaches. And Poor she would bug. step on And that was his thing. <laughs> we have a bug. <laughs> Poor bug. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and she told me like another one. And I, I, God, I have to go back somewhere. I have notes and, and I wrote a whole script on this whole idea That's of awesome. some, Yeah, it was absolutely insane. Is that the original OnlyFans then? Craigslist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Craigslist is the OG OnlyFans for sure. Man, if you go deep in the, you could probably go deep in the archives of some weird random dudes. Oh, I'm sure there's some oh, just. God. It's the original Tinder, too, I think. Ooh. <laughs> Where'd you meet Craigslist? <laughs> oh, my God. It's better than farmersonly.com. Hey, there's nothing wrong with farmers only. Sheep need love, too. That's right. Oh, goats. Um, you had put out this uh, this big press release. I did. What is your uh, what is your big press release? Well, <laughs> it, well, it wasn't. It, we hinted at it, anyways, right? Yeah, yeah, it was hinted. And things were are going well. Yes, in our world. Yes, <laughs> and we think it's time that we make the world our our oyster. Yes, <laughs> and there's only one way we can do this. Okay, and it's with our announcement. 
We are running for president in 2024. <laughs> we are 100% running. Well, he's running for president. president. For he's vice president. president. Yep. Uh, right about now, the soft member is questioning. <laughs> I have you like that's delightful. The soft member is questioning. He's like, are you talking about yeah. Samba? He's like, what are you guys waiting for? You no, guys no. Can have we're it. legitimately talking about the presidency of the United States. <laughs> right. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It is not the president of Samba. That is for you, sir. <laughs> the funny thing is I put this hat on this morning because I always wear the red trucker hat yeah people like walk towards me and they think it's a make america great again hat oh no <laughs> until they get past and it's not at all there's a total there's an entire episode of larry david uh the curb your enthusiasm uh-huh. where obviously he lives in california ultra liberal spot he starts wearing a make america great again hat so that people will stop talking to him <laughs> that's awesome actually. it's so good dude it's such but a down great here episode. would be like every Oh yeah, moron on the planet. Well, yeah, yeah, you'd have to wear like a Biden friend. hat, but I don't think they make Biden hats. I would never wear that either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're in a such conundrum. That's why we're going to run for office, <laughs> and we're going to bring you guys exactly what you want. <laughs> That's exactly yes. It's going to be just like uh, the uh, what is the line from Napoleon Dynamite? He's like, and all your dreams will come true. Is exactly. <laughs> Or what terrible will get come Yes, that's probably okay. <laughs> Spank bank. <laughs> okay. Well, well, fall apart very quickly. I'm sure we're already canceled before we even got started. If they did five minutes of digging, it, it's so funny if this somehow reaches somebody that's like, <laughs> wait. Hey, if if you want to fund it, it I'll, we'll I'm, take it. I am age Kanye. eligible. So are you. We are I both know. age eligible to run for presidency of the United States. I know. And the only platform we have is that we have a podcast. <laughs> It's awesome. I imagine if we got, if nothing else, somebody write us in. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> then what if, what happens? What a terribly awful movie if it goes the wrong way. What a great setup for a bike movie. So oh, if the yeah. setup is you say this joke and then all of a sudden somebody writes you in and then to show the riding footage, it's what you've converted the uh, the, uh, the White House into and it's like just, <laughs> just a bunch of ramps. Right. That's actually a good idea. I know. That's I mean, what I do for a living. It. <laughs> I've been there. So the, been there. the thing is, like, uh, I think that we can pitch so many ideas with this. Yes, um, we have a lot of things to offer the American public, sure, and our Chechenian friends that are listening. Yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I'm Kamala, so you got to speak. I'm the vice. Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm about as dumb as Joe Biden Kamala, in that sense. Like, I'm just going to stand here and be like, ah, ah, ah. Right, I know. or I can go Trumpian. To be fair, I've been more on camera than Kamala has since she was elected. That is facts. So, <laughs> and I take as many naps as Joe Biden. <laughs> also fact. <laughs> so I got a bad back. I, I I grunt when I stand up. It's all perfect. I mean, we're perfect Actually, presidential candidates. I think I'm going to play the more of the Uncle Joe role that he had when he was Barack's vice. No, that's the way to do it. That was way cooler. Yeah. Now yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot easier to make fun of geriatric Joe. Fifteen years ago, yeah, he's still geriatric Joe. Yeah, What's he's still on? there. Yeah, I, I, you know, we don't do politics. Yeah, on we're this not show. politicians. We don't even know what we're talking about, but we're we're doing it anyway. Um, well, with that said, I barely know what's. That's why I made these shirts, and I was like, I don't know what's blue and what's red. It's good. It, uh, it works it's actually out well. a very comfortable shirt. It's I like the these from Target. Are they Target? Dude, I love these. It. Goodfellas are very good. They are good. They're very comfy. It's a good shirt. Hey, good well, if you guys want to support the podcast and our uh, bid for president in 2024, <laughs> you can find these shirts at uh, daleboy.com. <laughs> Did you buy that's that not yet? A thing. No, I should. I, that's man- gone. It's got to be gone. Yeah. There's another way cooler. I Dale bet. Boy. I bet DB Sports Management's available there. Douchebag Sports Management. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want any dot coms. We got RideTheRebellion.com. For all of your uh, Ride the Rebellion. You can needs. go to Ride the Rebellion. In fact, you can follow us on all social media at Ride the Rebellion because That's we've right. linked it all together and it makes it very easy. And um, if you guys would like any lessons on segues, we will be out there riding them around on Paul Blart Mock Hop style. Dude, I will totally Paul Blart myself down the, the Rebellion <laughs> if somebody oh, do Speaking it. of Paul Blart, my brother's a cop and I have a video of him crashing downtown on one of those scooters. That's going up on our social media. Sorry, yep. Jake. You already hate me anyway. I don't give a fuck. Done. Done. <laughs> there it is. Bonus. That's for our Patreon fans. Yeah. Wait, we need one of those to support our uh, campaign. I don't know. I had a buddy try and launch a Patreon, and he got like three supporters, and, and that's just like tragic. Well, one of my friends is a musician, and he has a Patreon, and apparently like five years ago, I signed up to automatically withdraw $1, and I didn't realize it. Like I was giving him $1. I might have been his only person. A month? 
No, it was like, I don't know how many months. I did give him a lot of dollars. Can you imagine if you did it a day and he was getting $365 <laughs> and like you could have bought uh I do I do lot. support him. I think he's a great musician, but it's always a challenge. One dollar was too much. Yeah. You know what popped up in conversation? Literally yesterday at lunch, somebody brought up and said, well, what do you mean, man? Because $20 is $20. I was like, did you stop? Oh, my God. Wow. I looked at Morgan, but she didn't. I was expecting her to know it, but she doesn't listen to the podcast. Everybody's getting my tricks. Like I, there was another one of the coaches I coach with sent me this thing. I told the kids last year, and I didn't make this up. I heard it from one of the other coaches I had along the way. It was a. they were the kids lost, so I said we didn't lose. You win or you learn. So right. we learned to not lose again. Right. Right. So he sent me a thing where John Calipari, the coach of the uh, Kentucky Wildcats, just said it in a press conference the other day. I was like, copycat. All right, there it is. Come on. But every coach has the same. It's not. But you do win or learn. By the way, that's not what Dale Boyd. Dale Boyd Sports Management. It's not what. Remember what Dale says. <laughs> Oh yeah, well I was gonna tee that up, and you just Winner. dropped a good one. And then I heard no, one of they're your... not good. The Dale Boyd says is not good. That's the point. <laughs> well, I understand. <laughs> um, so just to recap, if you have a chance, head over and see the dates: uh, uh, February seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth. So this will be dated after that. So mm-hmm. we just plopped it in there, and that is over at Bogchetto. That's right for that event. Um, I think you probably sign up through I don't even know Norba. Uh, find. It online. Yeah, because we don't know. That's a, that's a fail on us. Yeah, but and find it. Um, but well worth it. We had a good time. Last time we were there riding uh, competition-wise, we got, obviously, Bug destroyed his shoulder. But we got one of the... Bug just got great- smashed by that girl <laughs> yep. for sexual favors. Do I know? No, I mean the, the Craigslist girl. Oh, sexual yeah. Sexual bug yeah. favors. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, Sky. I was like, woo. Sorry, Sky. <laughs> wow. That was like not what we're. <laughs> no, it was a dude that took bug to the truck. It was a dude, so that's okay. Um, and then. <laughs> All other stories. So. Yeah, that's just lots of things happened out there, so you should be there for it and have a good time. Uh, we're going to try and be there best we can. Schedule pending. That's not a guarantee, just based on what we got going on. So. Uh, check that out. Uh, again, you can find us on social media at all the uh, Ride the Rebellion on all the channels. Check us out. Love us on YouTube. We would appreciate you watching some of the shorties. They're pretty funny. They are funny. And we have a good time pretty with fresh. Yeah. Maybe we'll do some campaign ones soon. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, we should. Um, we'll also be at Silicaga at Skyway. That's Epic, correct. Um, March 31st through April 2nd. The race is April 1st. April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. Is that the Fool's Gold race? Uh, no, Fool's Gold's in Georgia. I was just making it up. Um, actually, some of the bump dudes are going to come, too. Oh, nice. So we're going to have a, quite the hoedown. No oh boy. At the Skyway. It's going to get a little rowdy. It's going to be feel diff- it already. I told the organizers of the race to just bring a school bus up there to bring all the racers that don't want to go back. Right. Because <laughs> they're going to just want to party with us. So are you going to just go ahead and drop keto for that? For the uh, How are you going to maintain uh, your non-carb status with the amount of beer that I'm sure is going to be slung in our faces? I'm gonna. I've been going in and out lately. Anyway, okay. Only weekends, and that's Only. a weekend, conveniently. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, lost 25 pounds since December, though. So I'm now you look good. Doing well. You look good. All right. With that said, just remember what Dale Boyd says. Follow us on social media, you bitches. <laughs>